Welcome to the Film Sessions podcast. My name is Sarah Adams, she, her, and today we are excited to feature Nia Arnold, she, her. So uh, I saw that you've directed several music videos in one short film. Tell us about what that was like. What type of music videos have you made? Um, well, I mainly do um, rap, you know, um, horrorcore, things like that. Um, those are the type of videos that I make. Do you think you would ever, like you're talking about rap, but do you think you would ever like go into a different genre or like why have you mainly done rap, I guess? Um, I, I've just been, I've been listening to rap all my life. It's pretty much every, all I know. Um, I like another genre I might go into maybe like uh, horrorcore, like I said. Um, but other than that, no, I don't, I don't think I would go into another genre. I would stick with hip hop and rap because it, it just fits. It just goes with everything. And for people who don't know, like what is horrorcore? Horrorcore is like, um, it's kind of like, you know, violent, you know, it's kind of, it's different. Um, it's a lot of gore and, you know things like that you know scary stuff gotcha. horror anything horrifying terrifying that's what horrorcore is so how did you how did you get into filmmaking um well i got into filmmaking um because i was rapping and i needed some videos so i started filming myself and um i started to like it so that's how i started it and then i ventured off into like um filming other things like the short film that I made like the documentary um that was my first short film I have never made another short film cool. and um that's how I started and I started to like it I started researching filmmaking um I watched a lot of filmmaking documentaries and I started reading blogs about it and um I try to educate myself as much as can. Uh, I'm sorry. I try to educate myself as much as I can on filmmaking so that I can get as much knowledge as I can to make better films. Yeah. So you're talking about all of these resources. Where, mm -hmm. like, what have you looked up and where have you found these resources mainly? Like, one of the books I brought recently was called. Um, it was called Movies Without Baggage, and I found it on Amazon. I just researched filmmaking, and I want to make sure I have the most recent book because I don't want to read information. I know that old information can still be useful, but I want to have the most recent information as possible. So this was one of the most recent books that I could find on filmmaking, and it was really good. Um, I wasn't able to finish the whole thing, but it was a chapter in there that really inspired me, you know, um, it was very budget-based and easy to understand. And um, like the blogs, if I, I might just go on Google and be like uh, filmmaking um, tips or something like that. And I would just read those type of blogs and I would go on YouTube and type in um, filmmaking. I would watch the film channel. Um, I can't remember the name of the channel, but it's a, a film channel that is very useful. And I learned a lot watching it. Mm -hmm. So, um, would you say, because you said that your short film is a documentary, 
and mm -hmm. you mainly do like rap videos would you say that this short film is like very different than the music videos you've done or do you think that there's like any type of similarity in those um, two? I think the short film is very different um there's no similarities between that and the music it's just the fact that I rap so um it's pretty much the same I mean I mean the short film is more like my heritage is playing in the background and things like that. So it's pretty different. It's kind of different and the same. It's hard to describe. Yeah. And because of those like differences and similarities, do you think it was harder to make like your documentary or like, did you find any struggles when making it? Um, no, it was easy, but the only struggle that I faced was the part two. Um, I kind of rushed the film and it was supposed to be a part two and it was actually going to be a feature. Oh no. Oh no. Uh oh. Uh oh. I only show like the first oh, part. Hold on. I think it's a little I, I it just like completely froze. Oh, okay. Hold on. Um you we'll pick back up from Yeah, I could hear you. Okay. Um it wasn't an audio problem. For some reason like my screen just froze. Oh, okay. Um but you were talking about how you rushed your part 2, so I don't know where you left off. Um but yeah, I only show part one, which is me taking how to take a DNA test. That's the only thing I really showed in part of the film, but it could have been a lot more That's what I mm -hmm. I wanted to like show me reading the results and talking to the matches and things like that. Um, do you think you you would ever go back to to that and like end up making that part two or no? No, I'm not going to make a part two. I'm going to move on to another film. Mm -hmm. And so what, do you have an idea of what that second film would be? Um, it's, it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with the, like the African heritage or anything, but it's, it's called Living in a Bando. And I wrote the script and I found a few actors. I held a casting call and they came. But I kind of got discouraged, so I threw the script out, but I still remember it. So, I'm, you know, more than likely that's what's going to be the next Um, Just for my own curiosity, you completely don't have to answer the question. We don't have to put this in, but why did you, why did you get discouraged? Um, the budget threw me off. Mm. Yeah, the budget threw me off. Um, it just kept the expenses kept on growing because I wanted it to be a great film. I didn't want people to look at it and be like, oh, that's that's too basic, you know. So I kept adding more stuff and kept adding up, and it went way over. I saw um a lot of I read a lot of stories about people having budgets of three hundred dollars and thousand dollars, making a lot of money off of it, but it's I don't I don't think that would work for me. I think that the budget has to. Be you know exactly what it's supposed to be for mm -hmm. me personally.
No, yeah, I completely understand what you mean because when filming things, I don't think people realize how expensive things can be. Like even um, something as simple as food, like you got to feed people, but like food is expensive. And like any little like camera equipment, like the thing could be so small, but it costs so much. Mm-hmm. So I kept thinking of more and more equipment and, you know, they say you can make a cam. I mean, you can make a movie off just a camera. Like, and you have to have more than that. You have to have a lot of certain microphones. I have to pay the actors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's not too costly. I didn't want to, you know. For sure. For sure. Um... So this upcoming project, you said it's a little different. Um, So would you say that like filmmaking wise, you like to pivot in different uh, genres and different stuff like that? Or would you say things are more like centralized in a specific genre? Um, It's pretty much urban, like the urban genre. Okay. I don't think it'll ever be like, Anything wild or common, but it's probably just gonna be street urban. Nice. Um, and that's that's good that you've found like what you like to you've found your focus and genre so that now you can like really, you know, hone in on that. Um and like let's go back to that documentary um that you that you made um like walk us through the process of what that was like like, filming it um well first i had to order the dna test and i ordered that on amazon as well um and then i waited for the test to come and then i set up my equipment and then recorded opening up the test and sending the results off and the process step by step That's basically what it's about. And I, I think audio is cutting out a little bit. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I had my equipment up, and then I was just recording me step by step taking the test and sending it off to the ancestry. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I know my first time doing that. I had never, you know. I wanted to know where I knew I was African, but I didn't know from where, so I wanted to know exactly. And then fled back to Ghana. But I, I don't know exactly where in Ghana. I would have to take the other chance. Um, so where can people find your film? Like I don't I can't hear you. I can't hear you at all. I don't know what you're saying. Can you hear me? Okay, I can hear you now. Okay, I can hear you now too. Okay, we're good. Okay, we're. You can hear me, right? Uh huh. Okay. Um, where can people find your film? Um, they can find it on Vimeo. It's it's um, only only available on Vimeo. Okay. Um, under, like, 
I mean, do you want to, do you want to like... I know my rap name, Oya Obenidodo. Um, and do you have any like social media handles? Like where can people find you? Um, they... I can't hear you again. Okay, wait, talk? Nope. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, you're good now. You're good. I don't know what's happening. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, where can people find you? They can find me on YouTube. And then they can find me on like Spotify and Deezer and um, Amazon Music. Under... But, they can find, but they can find the film on Vimeo. What is what is your like YouTube and like what is your name? My name is Oya Obenidodo. Cool. Um, it was lovely having you. Um, and thank you for speaking with me. And it was so cool to hear about like your process and everything like that. <laughs>